Let's pray. God, unless we hear your voice speak to our hearts today, nothing of value will be said. So open our minds and our hearts and our best laid plans. Move through us in the power of your Holy Spirit. Give me your words to speak and keep me completely out of your way. In Jesus' name, amen. I have some good news for you this morning. In God, all of your dreams can come true. How high can you dream? That's how much God can do for you. Have you ever heard this before? What does it sound like? Televangelist, maybe? Just send your money, and you'll get a blessed hanky, and everything will work out for you, just the way you want it to, I promise. This way of looking at faith is something that many of us have heard before. And it's often called the prosperity gospel if it's just about your own dreams coming true, right? Condoning that single-minded pursuit of more. It posits that God wants you to be rich, wants you to have lots of stuff, and it pairs really beautifully with our society. The values in our culture are all about getting ahead and doing it alone. It's centered around a dream that's inwardly focused. And if we're honest, it sounds really really good. But regardless of what the televangelists say, I really do think that God can make your dreams come true. And I think that our scriptures tell us the same. I think that our dreams will come true in God because God, as the scriptures told us this morning, will change our hearts, our priorities, and our dreams as we live in proximity to God's revolutionary love and grace. All of our scriptures this morning speak to these same themes, to truth and action over words and speech, to laying down our lives for the sake of others. They speak of, of building blocks that polite society has rejected completely, becoming the bedrock of a new way of being, all encompassed in the leading of our Good Shepherd, the one whose voice we know because it speaks to us of truth, of real hope. And these new dreams, these dreams of God, these dreams that, are, that will inevitably come true in God's spirit don't just materialize overnight for us. They don't happen simply because we find ourselves in church. They don't get issued to us on our baptism day. They happen as we get to know the voice and character of God. They happen as we pay attention. They happen as we keep our hearts open as much as the world tries to close it, as we reach out in generosity and love, in that same abundant grace that has been given freely to us. And when we start to do this work, when we start to dream these dreams, when we start to, to allow our hearts to stay open, we get hooked. How many of you have gotten hooked by God's grace? When you start to feel what it feels like to love people in the name of Jesus, when you see in somebody's eyes that no one has treated them like a human for who knows how long, 
and you have, and that changes them. When you're able to give some, someone something that they need, maybe it's, it's an encouraging word, maybe a meal, maybe a cup of cool water, maybe just a listening ear. It's captivating to be a part of God's work. Growing up in my church, I, from a very little ones, logged many hours in church. Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday nights, anytime the church was open, my family was there. And I loved, as a little one, to hear stories about how God's love and grace had drastically changed, changed people's lives. I loved it. I loved hearing these stories. And I loved hearing how they caught God's vision. One such story was from an associate pastor at my childhood church. He came to our church and told the story of how he had been a violent criminal before he was transformed by God's love, and I had never met anyone like that before as a child, and it was super scary to me. Um, I, I, listening to his story as a very sheltered child, it made me real nervous. If I saw him in, in church, I would give him wide berth. <laughs> I was still freaked out by him. But it captivated me, this story of how God changed his life and gave him a new dream. And his dreams that he had changed our church. The church began to do a free auto shop ministry on Saturday mornings for single moms and other needy folk in the community. The church that had previously only been involved in member-focused programs with a touch of international missions mixed in began to look at the needs of the community that it was in, the neighborhood that it was in, and started to do things in response to those needs. New people started coming to church. People that looked rough around the edges, that didn't look like my mom and dad or the moms and dads of my friends in the pews that had been there before. God had gotten a hold of this man's heart and changed his dreams, and it caught on like wildfire in our community of faith. As a child who was called to ministry young, I saw the authenticity of what was happening and what was possible for the church when it was willing to get its hands dirty. It changed my dreams, too. I knew that church didn't just have to be this place where everyone seemed the same and where it seemed really safe all the time, that it could be a place of exciting ministry, that it could be a place with all kinds of people jumbled together that it could be a community that really changed things. Church is not, as it turns out, a place, just a place for us to come and sing our favorite hymns. It's not just a place for us to come and feel comfortable. It's a place for us to be ignited by the dreams of God and to dream them too. Each of you has been uniquely situated to bring God's dreams into existence. Did you know that? Each of you is a ministry in your own context. In your marriage, in your relationships, in your family, in your place of work, in the pew that you're sitting in right now, wherever you find yourself, God invites you to be ignited by God's dreams. God will make our dreams come true as we dream into the love and reign of God.
Christianity is not meant to be a solitary religion. We know this. It's meant to be lived out in community, but it has incredible individual implications as well. It is not either or, but both and. It transforms our hearts. It ignites dreams of God. And then all of those around us are invited in, captivated, as we let go of the selfishness that held us back, and we trust each other, and we move forward in the ways that the Spirit is sending us forth. Dreaming like this will make us look very strange to the world. The dreams that are around us are different than transforming communities normally. Dreams around us are are more solitary. When we begin to be ignited by dreams of the reign of God, it might make people feel uncomfortable about what we're willing to do, about who we're willing to welcome, about how we're willing to move forward. I know our Acts text speaks to this very foundation of our faith, being something that has been rejected by the world, the cornerstone of our faith. What it has been established on has been rejected by polite society and the powers that be. They've deemed it useless. And yet, this is the power of God for us and in us, dethroning earthly power. Once we internalize that the reign of God is about healing the broken, about the forgotten and the dismissed, about solidarity with those who are hurting, and about laying down our very lives for the love of Christ, our dreams dethrone evil everywhere it sits. That's an incredible dream. In just a few weeks, we're going to be confirming yet another set of incredible Grace Lutheran kids. In them are dreams that will transform the future. In them is the potential of the power of God. Will we allow them to lead us? Will we support them in their path? Will we believe them when they tell us that they have a dream? And will we stand beside them as they make it happen? Jesus said in our gospel this morning that there are more sheep out there more that that Jesus wants to draw in to community. Jesus revealed an ever-expanding community in God's love, and we are a part of that expanding. Part of it is confirming our kids, and part of it is in our own context of ministry, expanding God's love so that everyone is enveloped around us. There are people in San Antonio who need a place like grace to dream and love but they won't come without our willingness to dream God's dreams wherever we are. And when they come, they will bring more dreams into our midst, more hope, more joy. Once we have dreamed a few of God's dreams, all other dreams lose their appeal. The old selfish fantasies feel empty next to God's abundance. So trust God. Listen to God's voice around you, calling you beloved, calling you forward to love 
and serve. And then, my sisters and my brothers, God will make all of your dreams come true. Amen.